to the book of Proverbs chapter 23. While you're turning there, I want us to have some special prayer. I want us to have special prayer for Brother Jiv Subramaniam. He is in need of a touch of God right now. Uh, and uh, we just need to pray for him and ask the Lord to bring healing to his body. He's been uh, challenged for the last couple of weeks uh, with an ailment. And it looks like he's going to need to have an operation. Uh, he's in the hospital uh, right now. And I want us to lift our voices and call upon the mighty God of heaven and earth to move upon Jiv Subramanium's body right now in the name of Jesus. Let's join our voices together as one and pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you in Jesus' name to heal Jiv Subramanium. Our brother, Lord, heal him in Jesus' name. I pray, God, that you move upon his body right now. Strengthen him, God, right now in the name of Jesus. Reach into that room and bring a healing touch from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. Lord, we call upon your mighty name, your mighty power, for you alone have all power in heaven and in earth. Lord, you are great. You are above all others. And I give you praise right now in the name of Jesus because you are our healer. With your stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah. Under your feet is every sickness. Under your feet is every disorder. Under your feet is is every disease and I pray in the name of Jesus that you would bring healing to Brother Jiv's body in Jesus name. Lord I pray you'll touch Carly Lord and the children in Jesus name. Give them strength encourage them, comfort them, give them peace I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and everybody said in Jesus name and everybody said in Jesus name say it again in Jesus name amen and amen let's clap our hands unto the Lord and I need somebody to shout unto him with a voice of triumph. Come on, lift up a high praise unto God. Lift up a high praise unto God. Lift up a high praise unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Thank you for your prayers. And we want to continue to lift this family up before the Lord in prayer. Amen. Thank the Lord. I'm reading tonight from Proverbs chapter 23, and we're going to read one verse of Scripture, verse 23. And uh, it's, it's one of these verses that you just simply can never get away from. You don't want to get away from any of them. Amen. But this is one beautiful verse of Scripture. Buy the truth and sell it not. Also, wisdom and instruction and understanding. Amen. That's what I would like to preach to you tonight. Buy the truth and sell it not. Oh, glory to God. Let's lift up our voices again unto the Lord and ask His blessing upon this message and upon the remainder of this service. Lord, thank you for this, this time we have together in your presence. Lord, may we never take it for granted that we can gather together and hear your word. That we can gather together in fellowship with people of like precious faith. Lord, I give you praise. Lord, I give you praise. We worship you and honor you and ask your blessing upon this message. Lord, upon this truth, this beautiful truth that you have given to us. We love you and honor you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. Thank the Lord. One of the great uh, statements in the narrative of Jesus' crucifixion came from uh, the man by the name of, of Pilate. The question uh, came from him when he said, what is truth? And, and this, of course, Jesus explained to us, Thy word is truth. Jesus said, Thy word is truth. And he said to, for us to be sanctified with the truth. We understand that truth is, of course, not just a printed page, but truth is actually the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, and I am the truth, and I am the life. And I want to, I want to uh, bring to you this matter of the truth because 
because this is something undervalued and, and actually not valued at all in our world today. People who do not have a heart for God are not searching for the truth. They have, they have embraced a particular idea or ideology or ideal, but they are not they are not actually searching for the truth. They search for ways to defend their belief. They look for ways to defend what they want to be the truth. But, but only an honest heart is actually searching for truth. And truth, we again know that it cannot be found in any other individual than in Jesus Christ. And so we want to talk about the truth. I want to just tell you, because this Bible teaches us to buy the truth. And then it teaches us never to sell it. There are two admonitions here. Number one, buy it. And secondly, don't sell it. And so that's what we want to concentrate on. The truth, ladies and gentlemen, is that there is one God. There is one God. His name is Jesus Christ. He is the one true and living God. There is none other beside him. There is none superior to him. He is one Lord. He does not need another. There is no, there is no need within him for any other God beside him. There is one Lord. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. That is the truth. There isn't a sun god and a moon god and a water god. And this, and this whole thing did not come about simply by itself. There is one God. And he created the heavens and the earth. That is the truth. He created the heavens and the earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And all they that dwell therein. This earth belongs to God. He created it. He created every living creature in it. He created the fish, the fowl, the beasts of the field. He created the trees. He created the sun, the moon, the stars. He created the waterways. He gathered the seas together into one place so that the dry land could appear. He did it. God did this. And God created man in his own image. Hallelujah. God created man in his own image. And he did so by forming man of the dust of the ground. And he breathed into man's nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. That is the truth. This is the truth. And, and, and then he saw that it was not good for man to be alone. So he made for him a woman. And that caused a deep sleep to fall upon him. And he took from his rib, he took a rib out of his side and created the woman and brought her unto the man so that she was bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. This is the truth. He did not make for man another man. And he did not make for woman another woman. He created the man and then he created the woman and put them together. And together there is a holy union called the marriage between man and woman. They represent the image of God. And they are in their union a foretelling of Jesus Christ and his precious bride, the church of the living God. Hallelujah. This is a mystery, but this is the truth. It is a mystery unfolded to us. It is a mystery revealed to us that God created man, he created woman, and he put within that union the power of procreation. And now children are born because of the love between a man and his wife. And this is the truth of the matter. And, and, and I want you to know that man fell. He fell. He disobeyed God. That is the truth. He sinned against the Lord. And when he sinned against God, he brought death into the world. The woman was deceived. Man was disobedient. And there was a fall, a great fall, from the image and perfection of God. And no longer was man able to hear God rightly and accurately. Now he was convoluted. He was contaminated. He was in sin. 
And he no longer could hear with clarity the voice of the living God. Man is in a fallen state. That is the truth. Man is not basically good by himself. He is without God. He is without hope. That is the truth. He is not, he is not his own savior. Man is not his own God. Man is not anybody else's God. That is the truth. Man is in need of salvation. Every man, woman, boy, and girl, they're in need of salvation. This is the truth of the matter. Don't let anybody tell you that they've been enlightened to understand or to know that man is somehow capable of saving himself. Man cannot save himself. Man is in desperate, dire need of salvation for his soul. This is the truth. And I want you to know that God in his infinite wisdom and God in his mighty power and God in his great love wherewith he hath loved us has extended himself into this scene we call the earth and he has manifested himself in the flesh of humankind. He is in, put himself in Jesus Christ. We see God manifested in the flesh. He put himself into the body of a man. First in the womb of a woman who was highly favored and blessed of the Lord. And she gave birth, hallelujah, to this child. Wrapped him in swaddling clothes. Put this babe in a manger. She had never known a man. She was a virgin. The virgin birth is the truth. Jesus was born of a virgin named Mary. The Holy Ghost overshadowed her. This is the truth, hallelujah. And she gave birth to this child and Jesus Christ, hallelujah, the long-awaited Messiah, the anointed one of God, the one that the prophets had told us about, the one that had come from, from, into this world from heaven itself, he stepped down into this earth. Almighty God did, manifested in the flesh, took upon him this flesh that is, a, that is a cursed thing. And he went to the cross with innocence and blamelessness. This is the truth. He did not go as a violated or defiled human being, defiled by sin, violated by iniquity. No, he went as a sinless, spotless lamb. This is the truth of the matter. He was tempted in all points as you and I are tempted. But he was without sin. This is the truth. He is a sinless sacrifice. This is the truth. And when he went to that cross, they crucified him like he was one of the transgressors. He was numbered with the transgressors. Merely by hanging on the tree, he was, he was bruised, he was wounded, he was chastised, and he was cursed because he hung upon the tree. And the Bible clearly teaches us, hallelujah, cursed be every man that hangeth on a tree. Paul would later explain that Jesus Christ assumed that curse. Not only did Jesus Christ die for our sin, but he who knew no sin was made to be our sin. When you see the brutality inflicted upon the body of Jesus Christ, you see, ladies and gentlemen, the very nature of God's indignation toward our sin. That is supposed to be us on that cross. But he took our place. That is supposed to be our sin. But it wasn't us. It was Jesus Christ who was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. He came down and the Bible says the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. Every single one of our sins were laid upon the shoulders of Jesus Christ. Every one of our iniquities and transgression, all of our pride, all of our lies, all of our fornication, all of our drunkenness, it was laid upon Jesus Christ. All of the violence, it was laid upon the shoulders of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And the Bible says it pleased the Father to bring bruise him because he was the substitutionary sacrifice for our sins. I'm preaching to you the truth. This is the truth. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is the truth. And he died. But when he died, as I said, he died a sinless man. He died as a, as a sinless sacrifice. There was no sin in him. He didn't sin like you have sinned. He didn't sin like I have sinned. He was a sinless man. So when he went into death, death had no power over him. Death could not hold him. So he came up from the dead. After three days and three nights, he rose from the dead. The witnesses all saw that his tomb was empty, that the stone had been rolled away, that there were angels asking them when they arrived, why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen from the dead, and he is alive even forevermore. This is the truth. The resurrection of Jesus from the dead is the truth. His victory over sin and death is the truth. His triumph over hell and the grave is the truth. His triumph over sickness is the truth. His authority over disease is the truth. His victory over ungodliness and unrighteousness, it is the truth. Hallelujah. This is the truth of the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. What is truth? Thy word is truth. Sanctify them through thy truth, Jesus said. Thy word is truth. Oh, hallelujah. And so he rose from the dead. And not only did he rise from the dead himself, but he said to his disciples, after showing himself alive by many infallible proofs, he said, I want you to go to Jerusalem and tarry there and wait for the promise of the Father. And they went to the upper room, and they tarried for the promise of the Father. They saw him ascend on high after he showed himself alive. By many infallible proofs, over 40 days and 40 nights, they saw the glory of God in a resurrected body. The man they saw crucified stands before them, telling them, Reach hither thy hand, put it in my wounds. If you don't believe, put your hand in my side. This is the body that was mutilated upon on the cross but it is alive it has risen from the dead hallelujah now you go to Jerusalem and I will endue you with power from on high you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you I want you to understand you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you that is the truth Truth is not subjective. Truth is not something you can just go find in a philosophy book. Truth is not somebody's opinion. Truth is not somebody's speculation. Truth is not somebody's conjecture or the way you wish it were or the way you think it is. Truth is a person. His name is Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. It is the truth that you will receive power. They received the power of the Holy Ghost. They spake with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them the utterance. There were people there who did not understand what this was and said, what does this mean? Others thought they were drunk. Peter said, they're not drunk. He said, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel in the last days, saith God. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He proceeded to preach unto them Jesus Christ. He preached unto them the kingdom of God. And when he preached unto them the kingdom of God, he had so convicted them, explaining to them that they had crucified the Messiah, that with wicked hands they slew the Messiah, that the one David spoke about had come and been crucified, that the one Joel had spoke about had come and been crucified and he so preached it he so preached it so so emphatically that when they heard this they were pricked in their heart hallelujah he said let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom you have crucified both Jehovah and Messiah 
And when they heard that the Messiah was actually Jehovah, oh, hallelujah. I love it, ladies and gentlemen. That's not the only time that that is correlated in the scriptures. The apostle Paul, who was Saul of Tarsus, the Bible says that when he was knocked down into the road at Damascus and blinded, he looked up into the heavens, recognizing the power of the one who had just, had just thrown him from his beast of burden. And he's, he's looking up and said, who are you, Lord? It's a question of who are you Jehovah I know you're the mighty God of heaven and earth I know that there's nobody that has the kind of power that I'm feeling right now I know that there's a light shining above the brightness of the sun and and I'm wondering who are you Jehovah because I thought I knew you but I'm being judged by you in this moment and the Lord said I am Jesus hallelujah whom you persecute Thank God. See, Saul did not know the full truth. He thought he knew the truth, but he did not know the full truth. He did not understand that Jehovah was Jesus. Hallelujah. That Jesus was Jehovah in flesh. He didn't understand that, but that is the truth. If you want the God of the Old Testament, you've got to embrace the Christ of the New Testament. If you want the living God, the Holy One of Israel, the High and the Lofty One, the Invisible One, the All in All, and the great I am you have to embrace Jesus the anointed one of God oh hallelujah he poured out his Holy Spirit upon them and they received the Holy Spirit they asked Peter and the rest of the apostles what shall we do And the response was unequivocal. The response was matter of fact. The response came thundering from this anointed vessel who had the keys to the kingdom of heaven. He said, repent. I'm going to tell you, anybody that tells you you don't have to turn from your sinful ways, they are lying to you. They are not telling you the truth. The truth is that if you want to serve God, you must repent. You must turn from your sinful ways. You must walk away. Ah, You must walk away from your wicked ways. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost. And let me tell you something, let me tell you something, when you begin to preach the truth of God and you preach, listen, let me tell you part of this truth is that when I tell you that God was manifest in the flesh, uh, don't, don't just skip over that. Understand that he didn't have to do it, but he did. And that's the truth. Understand that he did that because of his great love for you. And that's the truth. Oh, his love is the truth. It's a love that is, that is insurmountable. It's a love that is unsurpassable. It is a love, the lengths of which, the height of which, the depth of which, and the width of which you will spend your whole life learning and exploring his unsearchable riches. It's unsearchable riches. His love is the truth. Don't let anybody tell you that he doesn't love you. His love for you is the truth. Don't let anybody tell you that it's not God in that human body it was the Lord God who created you who also saves you he did not send another he came himself into the body of the anointed one that is the truth that is the truth don't let people divide him up Don't let people split him up into a committee of three as though he isn't uniquely self-sufficient. Don't let people denigrate his deity by chopping him up like the gods of the heathen. Like the gods of the heathen who who, who they, they don't believe that there is one who has all power. So they have to subdivide his power. Hallelujah. Any plurality that is associated with God has nothing to do with the plurality of persons, but has to do with a plurality of power and glory. Hallelujah. Has to do with the fact that He is altogether lovely. He is all in all. He is the I am that I am. There is only one God. He doesn't need another. He loves.
loved you enough to step into your kind of body and die the death that you deserved to die. Hallelujah. To go into the hell you deserve to go into. Hallelujah. To go into the grave you deserve to go into. My God, my Savior, my Lord, my King. It's the truth, it's the truth, it's the truth, it's the truth. Thank you, Jesus. Repent, repent, repent. And you know what? When people truly understand the love of God, they don't have trouble repenting. When they realize that he's not a, he's not a God with a hammer, he, he took the blow of the hammer when he received the nails upon the cross. Yes, there is a judgment of God. Yes, there is an indignation of God. Yes, there is a wrath of God. But he took it himself. That's the truth. So repent of your sins. Walk away from your wicked ways. Every sin that the Bible teaches you about, walk away from those sins. Everything that the Bible teaches you to abstain from, abstain from it. Repent, 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 repent. You've heard me say it before. I'll never stop saying it as long as I can speak. You hear what I'm telling you. I don't know what your issue is. I don't know what you're facing, but I have the solution right now. Repent, repent, repent. Because if you will walk upon that straight and narrow pathway, hallelujah, you will end up in life everlasting. He came to give you life. And that more abundantly. That's the truth. Hallelujah. Now the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's the truth. Don't think the enemy came for other reasons. He came, didn't come to make you happy. Didn't come to make you feel good. Didn't come to tease. He didn't even really come to tease your, your sensory uh, uh, appetite. No, no. He came to steal from you and to kill you and to destroy you. He will use whatever means to ensnare you and cause you to walk down a path to destruction. That is the truth. The truth is not only do you need to repent, you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And it does matter because it is that name that has authority over every sin, every transgression, every iniquity. Hear what I'm telling you. The name of Jesus Christ has authority over every sin, over every iniquity, over every transgression, over every sickness, over every disease. And it is in that name that all of the promises of God are made available to us. The promises of God in Him are yea and amen. If any man be in Christ. He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things are become new. There is no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. You know how you're in Christ Jesus? You're baptized into Christ Jesus. You know how you stay in Christ Jesus? You abide in him and his words abide in you. Thank God this is the truth. We are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. When we are baptized into the name of Jesus Christ, the blamelessness of God in flesh comes upon us. The innocence of God in flesh comes upon us. And we live the life of the innocent. And we are judged by the life of the innocent. And we receive all the privilege of he who is innocent. Y'all, I'm sorry, but this is still amazing grace to me. I'm sorry, but this is still amazing grace to me. Because I, 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 you got to understand that, that, that while I was yet a sinner, he did not wait for me to get my act together. While I was yet in sin, he did this. While I was still a sinner, while I was still a transgressor, he didn't dangle this over my head and say, all right, if you'll do this, 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 and this, then I'll come down and pay your price. No, while I was still in sin, while I was still ungodly, while I was still a transgressor, Christ died for for me. Christ laid his knife down for me. It is the truth. It is the truth. 
Hallelujah. And then he gave it to me. This, this thing that he achieved, this favor that he achieved, we, we call what we have unmerited favor. We call that the grace of God. It's unmerited favor. That's what we say. It's actually just favor. And, and, and God is the one who came into flesh and merited the favor. He received the grace that was due him. He actually did deserve grace. I mean, none of us deserve grace. Jesus actually lived a life worthy of grace. And he got it. He received it. And what did he do with it? He turned around and gave it to a bunch of people that don't even deserve it. And said, I, 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 listen, you, you have to walk away from your sin. You have to walk away from your sin. Because, because God cannot favor sin. So you have to walk away. I'm going to give you the power to do that. But, but I'm going to give you favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to open a door that's been locked to you for generations. But I'm, I, I've got the key. So I'm going to open this door and let you walk in. Hallelujah. Repent from your sins. And you're baptized. What a privilege to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What a privilege. Why anybody would want to squabble over this as a doctrinal matter is beyond me. Why anybody would ever claim to be a follower of Jesus Christ and then balk at being baptized into his name I'm going to tell you something there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved stop calling him your Lord and Savior if you won't take his name in baptism his name is to be praised his name is to be praised It is the truth, it is the truth that His name has the power. It is the truth that when you're baptized into His name, His his blood washes away your every sin stain. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So when you're baptized in Jesus' name, that's you in Christ. But when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, that's Christ in you. The hope of glory. That's the truth. That's the truth. And when you, when you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, that tongue, that unruly member is going to speak forth the praises of God in a language you have never learned before. And your whole body will be yielded to God. Hallelujah. Your whole body will be yielded to the Lord. You'll be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And you shall receive Not made up power. Real power. Power over depression. Power over addiction. Power over unforgiveness. Power over resentment. Power over temptation. Power. Power to walk right. Power to talk right. Power to live right. Hallelujah. Power. Power to tread upon serpents. Power. Power to stand on scorpions. Power. Power to walk through fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can make it through that fiery trial. You've got the power of the Holy Ghost. You know what you need? You need to just stir up the gift that is inside of you. That Oh, oh I know it sounds old-fashioned, but you need to stir up the gift that is inside of you. Hallelujah. You don't need a new medication from some pharmaceutical company to make you feel better. You need old time Holy Ghost power. If it was good for Paul and Silas, it's good for me. I'm going to tell you the Holy Ghost is the truth. The Holy Ghost is the truth. The Holy Ghost is the truth. Talking in tongues, it's the truth. Remission of sins, it's the truth. Walking in the Spirit, it's the truth. Living holy, it's the truth. Coming out from among them and being separate, it's the truth. This is this is the truth. And, and let me tell you, let me tell you what else is true. He has prepared a place for us. That where he is, there you may be also. I hath not seen, ear hath not heard. It hasn't even entered into the heart of man what the Lord has prepared. 
There's a kingdom. This is the kingdom we're talking about. And you can live in it and you can thrive in it. And, 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 it, and listen, I'm going to tell you something. The reason that you question its power is because you have never fully bought it. I'm going to tell you something. There are too many apostolic people who have rented truth. And, and, and you've got a deadline of when you're going to take it back. And you're, gonna, and you're not going to need it on this day, but I will need it on that day. I won't need it when I'm with this crowd, but I will need it when I'm with that crowd. I won't, I won't need, no, I know, I, you know what, I'd rather not pay for it on that day because I'm not really going to use it. But, uh, but if you could reserve it for, for that particular weekend or that particular week in the summer where I go to youth camp or, 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 or maybe, maybe how, about, how about you just every Sunday morning I'll stop by, pick it up, take it out, just need it for a few hours. I'll bring it back by. But the Bible never said lease the truth. The Bible never said rent the truth. The Bible never said borrow the truth. The Bible said buy it. Purchase it. You've got to lay down everything to buy the truth. Oh, hallelujah. And some people wonder, well, I don't know if it really has power. That power might be in my mind. You don't know what you're talking about because you've never bought this thing. You've never purchased this thing. I don't know if prayer really has the kind of power that the preacher says it has or that the Bible talks about. No, no. See, see, that's because that's because you've never abandoned yourself to prayer. See, when you abandon yourself to prayer, you walk through doors that your eyes can't see. When you abandon yourself to Holy Ghost power, you step into a throne room that your ears can't hear and your eyes can't see and it has not entered into your heart. But I'm telling you, there's a kingdom of heaven and there is power there and there is peace there and there is glory there. Hallelujah. And there's love for your neighbor there and there is, there is victory over every temptation and over every sin and over every sickness. Hallelujah. And you are in Jesus Christ and you have access to his glory and to his wisdom and to his power and to his wonder. only way to get this truth I'm talking about is to buy it. And, and, and you can't you can't buy it with money. Simon the sorcerer looked at Peter and John as they laid hands on those Samaritans. And one by one they would lay hands on people and those people would receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And Simon was watching them receive the Holy Ghost. Now, I wasn't there, and Acts chapter 8 doesn't go into every little detail. But I've been in some places where the power of God was flowing. And I've been in places where you laid hands on one person, they got the Holy Ghost, and another, they got the Holy Ghost, and another, they got the Holy Ghost. And there was staggering, and there was shaking, and there was falling out, and there was talking in tongues, and there was joy. Great joy and peace like a river and miracles and signs and wonders. And I imagine that's what Simon the sorcerer was seeing. And he saw it and it was so compelling that he said, Give me also this power that I can give somebody the Holy Ghost. And Peter was in no mood for games. He looked at that man and said, and, and Simon had believed and was baptized. Simon wasn't trying to start trouble. He just didn't know. And he kind of reverted back to some old ways and said, give me also this power so that I can, I can operate like you're operating. Listen, you be careful. You be careful when you're talking about the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. You don't want to, to try to gain power in this kingdom the way you gain power in this world's kingdom. And Peter looked at him and said, I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. Hallelujah. And he said, he said, you can't buy this, this power with money. Your money perish with you. And I'm going to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't matter what material assets you have. That money is going to perish with you. It's all going to perish with the kingdoms of this world. This isn't something you can buy with dollars and cents. You can't buy this with stock transfers. You can't buy this 
with a mortgage or with a loan. You, you can't buy this with man's material uh, possessions. The only way you can buy this truth is the same way Jesus bought it. It requires laying it all down. The only way you can buy this truth is with your life. The Bible says who, who, can, who can find a virtuous woman? Her price is far above rubies. The Bible said who can, who can, who can purchase wisdom? Wisdom is so much more valuable than silver or gold. You can't buy the truth with money. Jesus knew he couldn't buy salvation with money. Jesus had nothing to speak of in terms of material wealth. He had not where to lay his head. He said the birds have nests and the foxes have holes. But he said the son of man has not where to lay his head. He didn't even have a pillow and a bed and a blanket. He, he had nothing of wealth that we would consider wealth. But the Bible said he had what it took to purchase our salvation. You know what he had? He had his life. He had his life. And I want to tell you, if you want to buy this truth, you can't buy it with half of you. You can only buy it with all of you. You can't buy it with half your heart and three-fourths of your soul and quarter of your spirit and half of your strength. He said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your soul. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your spirit. It with all your strength. I'm going to say this to you. If you don't love him with everything, you don't love him. The only way you can buy this truth. Oh, there are a lot of people that have held on to this truth. But they don't own it. They've not taken ownership of it. It's like the guy that goes, to, goes for a trip and, and rents a Lamborghini He's rolling around in a Lamborghini. He's got it for a week, and everybody that sees him drive around says, Wow, that guy's got money. Ooh, no, he doesn't. He had, he had however much he needed for that one week. But you can, I've seen people talk about how good God is and how great God is and how wonderful God is and how holy God is and how they would never trade him, and two days later, it's like they never met him. It's like they never believed. It's like they never truly heard the message. And that's not it. Here, here, here's what happened. They didn't buy it. They didn't buy the truth. The only way you can buy the truth is if you lay all of you down upon the altar. Lord, I give you everything. Hallelujah. 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 See, here's what we do a lot of times. We, we bring to God the one thing that's troubling us right now. And we say, God, I need you to take care of this for me. And God says, all right, I'll take care of it. Here, give it to me. Now, I, I, I'm going to take care of everything. Give me everything, okay? Cast all your cares upon me for I care for you give me everything and then we start pulling away oh no 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 I don't know that's all right I got this stuff this isn't giving me any trouble right now I got this but but you just take care of that thing that's out of control right now this stuff I'm gonna I still I still got some room in my flesh for this stuff I still got some part of my fleshly appetite I'm feeding with this stuff back here <sighs> But, 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 but you're not buying the truth when you're holding back your life. You have to give him your will. You have to give him your heart. You have to give him your soul. You have to give him your body. You have to give him, listen to me, you have to present your bodies a living sacrifice. Don't tell me that it doesn't matter how you look or how you dress or how you present yourself. You have to give your body as a living sacrifice to the Lord. Don't tell me that it doesn't matter what you do do during the week and that it doesn't matter where you go and how you act and what you say as long as you got a good heart you need to give that good heart you've got to God 
and give him that soul and give him that body and give him that spirit. And if you do it, if you give him everything, you will have laid down what it takes to buy the truth. Hallelujah. And once you've bought it, sell it not. There is nothing. Young people hear me right now in Jesus' name. Save you a whole lot of trouble in life if you learn it now. There is nothing worth Nothing, nothing in this world worth. Come on, hear what I'm telling you because if you don't hear what I'm telling you now, you could trade it in for something cheap. Something that, something, and, 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 and everything in comparison to this truth is cheap. That's why when the devil took Jesus out and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and said, I will give you whatever kingdom you want, I'll give you all of them. I'll give you whatever you want. And, and, and he wasn't just talking about the Turkish Empire and the Ottoman Empire and, and the Brazilian Empire and the Persian Empire. No, no, no. He was talking, he was talking about Every kingdom of the world. That's talking about entertainment. That's talking about sports. That's talking about money. That's talking about, you name it, popularity and fame. All the stuff that sound really good. I'll give it to you. And Jesus said, it is written. What did he quote to him? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. With all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. I, you know what? I, I, I don't have anything left because everything I have, I gave to buy the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I don't have any. I don't have. I don't have. I can't. I'm not trying to climb any other ladder. I bought the truth, and I don't have anything left. I don't have anything left for fame. I don't have anything left. The Bible said he made himself of no reputation. If fame comes at the cost of truth, it's a sellout. Don't let it happen. Now, if fame comes, it, 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 it may not be your fault. If, if, if God elevates you, exalts you, let it be God that does it. Don't seek fame by the truth. And don't ever sell it, never sell it, never sell it, never sell it. There's nothing worth this precious truth. Hallelujah. No, no, I, I'm, I, I'm going to heaven. That's where I'm going. You can take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Hallelujah. No, I want my marriage and my family and my ministry, hallelujah, to be founded upon the precepts of the Word of God. You can take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to love my neighbor as myself. And I, want to, I want to bless them which persecute me and curse them not. I, hallelujah. This is the truth. On that great getting up morning when all the saints shall rise, when that roll is called up yonder, I'm going to be there because I bought the truth. The truth is here. Here for the buying. Come buy without price. Come purchase without money. Oh, everyone that thirsteth, drink. Come to these waters. Hallelujah. There is truth. There is truth. There is truth. There is truth. In a generation and in a world that has, has no, no value whatsoever that they've placed upon truth, you love the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what? I just want to take a moment and say thank you, Jesus, for the truth. 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 Thank you, Lord, for knowing who you are. Hallelujah. I know who you are, Lord. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for coming down into my world. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to give him praise right now. Come on, I need somebody to stand to your feet and give God praise for the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, that you put the Holy Ghost inside of us. Hallelujah. Now, listen. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying, okay? I, and, and the musicians can come. I'm, I'm finished preaching. But, but I, I, I want to say this final thing. Hear me. 
We've gotten used to a civilized world. And I want you to know it wasn't always that way. It's easy to look over the annals of history and say, oh, they used to be barbaric way back in the day. Have you ever wondered why they were barbaric then and we're, quote, civilized, unquote, now? It's the influence of Christianity upon the world. It's the influence of Christianity upon the world. It's Christianity that says, no, 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 you don't, you don't murder your children and, uh, uh, to Molech and, and cast them into the fire. You don't, you don't do that. It's Christianity that says that. It's, it's Christianity that says, no, you don't mistreat your brother. You don't defraud your neighbor. It's Christianity that says that. It's Christianity that stands up in this, in this world where it's, it's a slugfest. It's a free-for-all. It's an every man for himself. It's Christianity that stands up in the middle of it and says, I'm going to love mercy, and I'm going to do justly, and I'm going to walk humbly before my God. It's Christianity that, that stands up and says, it's not enough not to kill your brother. Don't hate your brother. It's Christianity that says it's not enough not to simply commit adultery, but, but don't lust after a woman in your heart. It, it, it's Christianity that says, it's Christianity that says that you, you, you must love like yourself and you must love like Jesus loved you. This is the truth. This is not a fable. This is not an old tale. This is the truth. And it must be bought. And I wonder if there's somebody here tonight who will buy the truth and sell it not. Because there are going to be some people come along your way. I'm going to tell you, dear God in heaven, God help you when you sell this thing out over every cheap little thrill that comes your way. God help those who sell this thing out over every little temptation that rises up. Buy it. Lay down the currency of all that you are. And say, God, I want this truth in me and on me and through me. Hallelujah. I wonder if there's somebody here tonight that will say, Lord, I'm buying the truth right now. I'm buying the truth right now. <laughs> glory, 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 glory. I will buy the truth and sell it not. Come on, that's it, that's it, that's it. Come on, make a new commitment right now, Lord. I'm going to buy the truth and sell it not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I give you everything. Lord, I give you everything. I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I give you my mind. I give you my, my strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Hallelujah. To you, my heart and my soul, take my life and take control.